Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who is pining for the pastimes of his youth. It's Richard Herring. Thank you very much. Love to see you. Uh, you're much better than the audience will have in about four months' time. <laughs> due to the odd way these are going out. Uh, welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, Book Club. Uh, though I was playing Conkers uh, with some ghost school children from 1976. Uh, they were all killed by bits of shell hitting them in the face. Uh, and uh, uh, they, uh, they called it Rahalastapa Booker. 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 Rahalastapa Booker. Uh, I was, I, I can't believe, apparently Conkers, um, I've looked it up this week, uh, it wasn't banned by health and safety, it just kids stopped playing it. Made me very sad. I, I was walking. I live in the countryside, and there's just conkers lying everywhere on the ground. It, the ten-year-old me would not believe the riches. I had to pick. I picked one up and put it in my pocket, and I thought, "What am I going to do with it? Nothing." But I just couldn't. It was too good a conker to leave behind. I once had a thirty-fiver. Then I can't remember if it got destroyed. 
whether it just got lost, who knows? Like everything from the 1970s and my youth, it is gone. Uh, right, look, we're going to crack on straight away because this is a sophisticated book club episode. Yeah, we don't mess around. Unfortunately, the person we've got is crazy and therefore <laughs> the sophistication will go out the window. Uh, but will you please welcome, she's probably best known for being one of the losers on uh, Champion of Champions Taskmaster... <laughs> It's Lou Sanders, ladies and gentlemen. It's Lou Sanders. Lou Sanders. There she is. Who's that? Ah. Oh. Lou Sanders. Have you, have, you well, got, have you got over the, the loss of Champion of Champions? The producer of Taskmaster actually said to me that the winner of Taskmaster is never really the winner of really? Taskmaster. Is that what they said? Yeah. But you did win Taskmaster as well, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, oh, do you think I look like Steve Pemberton? Because I do. I do. Like, me and Steve Pemberton look... If you think about it, me and Steve Pemberton yeah. look alike. Like, the same... It's, it's this area. Sorry, this is a podcast. The snout. Yeah. Um, I it? wouldn't have said so. You've, that's really put me off when I'm going to have sex with him later tonight. And I'm going I'm to be... Uh, the imagining. interview didn't go that well, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he did get straight in the cab to the north of the country. It won't make any sense to the people listening at home who go, what? Steve Pemberton isn't on for months. Um, and rightly so. Um, look, we're going to talk about your fantastic book. Can uh, you see out of those glasses? They're a bit dirty. They are, but they got to, well, I've got, I'll use them to keep my hair out of the way as well as glasses. Oh, okay. I can just about see out of them. They're very they're, nice. They're quite new. You look lovely. Thank you very much. Uh, it's uh, Lou Sanders, that's you. Yes. What's That Lady Doing is your new book. That's not the full title. What's That Lady Doing? An incredible piece of writing, but Goldstein, <laughs> false starts and happy endings. Yeah. Yeah, yes, thanks. there are some happy endings in there. Maybe, maybe we could talk about that. <laughs> then put your glasses down. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking yeah. this. I put that up, up and erect and yes. above my eyes. Okay. Um, this book is very funny, Lou, and it's There's very, a bark coming. It's very, <laughs> it's very honest, and it's very much Lou Sanders distilled into paper form. I have to say, or yes. audio form, if you listen to the book like I did on on audio book, it's very much you. Uh, I wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Go but that's not, <laughs> but that's but it, it, I got Jordan to ghostwrite it for me. <laughs> I'm glad you wrote it yourself. But it, you know, I don't. It's it, it's so your style, and it's so written. Uh, you know, it's like having a conversation with you, which is uh, is is a good thing. Thank you for reading the book when you could have just had a conversation. I could have just talked to you about it. <laughs> you know, I, but yeah, I, it's weird for me reading it because I've known you for a long time, and yeah. I've, you know, I'm, I've, I saw some of your very first gigs. You and Katie would gig together, yeah, uh, and we're friends together, like back in the in 2008, I guess, that was when I first yeah. saw you. Uh, and uh, there's it, so the book makes me a little bit sad because you've been through quite a lot of shit yeah. and unpleasant stuff, and it makes me sad that that's the world we live in. But you are very yes because I had dinner with uh, Katie, his wife, had dinner with. Oh, and can I tell you something? She said, what, "I said, she? how's you? How's Rich?" And she said, "I said, like, how's the marriage? Because it's been like twenty years. It's been no a while, one thought it would last that long." I know. Yeah. And, <laughs> And she said, oh, well, I still really fancy him. And I thought that was lovely. Isn't that lovely? After 20 years. I'm pretty sexy, I'm going to say. <laughs> I just think anyone fancying anyone after 20 years is so nice. It is nice. Don't, I don't feel the same about her. Shut so up. It's, uh... He knows he's punchy. That's why I said it, because he knows he's punchy. So he's trying to make him feel secure. She's what, one... and now with the one ball? I mean, come on. <laughs> Two balls was too much, to be honest. 
<laughs> she one, likes you more with one. Yeah. yeah. She can cope with the volume yeah. that they're <laughs> producing. <much more. laughs> Believe me, she could cope with the volume that, that I was producing. <laughs> this is an impression of Katie. <laughs> Sorry, it's an audio format. Okay. We're filming it too. Um, also, that was not very feminist, and she's my really <laughs> What? Why? Why did you want to write this? But it's a, it's it's a lovely book. It's about. Um, it's very funny. It has got dark. It's, it's got light and shade. It's look. It's very funny, but it's very honest. It's about you know. It's about embracing your shame and and. You know, you've you've been through a, a lot of stuff. You've had a, quite a wild life. But I'm boring now. No, yeah. no, it's not boring. You know. That's why I could write it now, because yeah. it's distance from a lot of the stuff that happened. In yeah. A lot of stuff I did or people have done. And, you know, so I think it's... Um, I think it was like drawing a line under, under that part of my life. Yeah. Then that's like... Yeah, processed and done. Yeah. And I said, I can sell it. <laughs> but, you know, it's good because I think most of to some extent, and not necessarily all of it, but most people have been through, you know, a, a well, wild time. I, most people have done stuff yeah. that they, like, that's embarrassing. And for somebody to talk about it and own it and, uh, and embrace think, it, okay, I think is... This is what I think. I think, like, everyone... Like, if everyone was honest about the stuff that we've had done to us and done to other people and can... I'm not saying, like, forgive yourself without processing stuff. Like, process it and then forgive yourself. Try and forgive other people if you can like if the world was really honest like and that show unforgivable that i do and we all talk about like the worst things that we've done and stuff and it's not to celebrate them in in a kind of like oh don't worry about like fuck anyone over the opposite is like it's like we like i just want to get rid of shame and i think if everyone was honest about their story and i've had loads of messages from women uh just ignore the ones from men and (laughs) that's not true it's a little bit true but um (laughs) I've had loads of messages from women saying that they've had similar experiences because all of our experiences really are universal and sort of saying how much the book really, really helped them process stuff and that means everything to me. Obviously, I want it on the Times bestseller list, but really I want to connect with people. <laughs> well, it's true because I don't think people do talk, you know, especially about sexual things, people don't talk honestly yeah. about them. Either they, you know, they can exaggerate one way or they can, you know, deny stuff that's happened the other way. But it really gets across that, idea that you know when you look at especially when you're a comedian and you tour the the country yeah especially if you're at the weekend yeah and you see the chaos that's going on on a friday and saturday night yeah in every city center yeah in older shot especially but but every single oh one God, in newcastle i saw i got to i got to newcastle for a gig at 4 p.m we saw someone being sick on their shoes. Loads of girl, like one girl walking with a broken heel, just like she hadn't really realised that she was just tottering down the road. Then one girl being sick in the street while her friend, this is my favourite one, gave her a wedgie <laughs> as she was being sick. This was 4pm. What a town. So, you know, they, clearly... They pe- need to read my book. <laughs> pe- pe- people are doing this, you know, every weekend. Young yeah. people especially yeah. are, are going out and getting drunk and, and doing stupid things. Yeah. And sometimes those are fun things and sometimes they turn out not to be fun I, but things. But I think but... if you feel like a little worm and then you drink on top of that, you are going to get yourself in situations and you have got like a beacon of like um, sort of use me because you, you don't really, you haven't got those boundaries in place because you, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. Growing up. So I do think it's not anyone's fault, but it's, 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 it's a nightmare. And then if you put shame on top of that, of like, look what you've done or, you know, look what you've had done to you, then... It's even worse. I just think, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I th- but I think most people have sort of a self-esteem issue as well. Like most, mm. most people imagine everyone else is together and know what yeah. they're doing and, and feel like... 
Yeah, you know, feel exactly. like you're talking about exactly what you're talking about. Feel like a worm. Feel like they're not deserving. And so, like, if you get attention, or if you get, you know, uh, you know, yeah. someone who likes you, yeah. even if they're massively inappropriate, yeah, yeah. The, you know, you you might go along with it. So, you know, I, I a lot of it, I, you know, I, I don't think my life is very similar to yours. Yeah. But my, you know, in the '90s, I was drunk most of the time, and you know, I was, I, 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 I did stupid things that I, you know, that yeah. That everyone does, you know, but it's so it's. It, it, I think it will speak to most people in that way. But it, it's great that you make it funny. It's obviously like you, you, early on you talk about your family and saying how they um, some of them won't want to be in the book. Uh, That's and, been a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and I've I know, I've been in the same situation where I've written about my own family in in, in various formats. You've got uh, a nice family, right? Yeah. That's so unusual. Yeah. God, and yet. And so your family. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I've turned. I don't know why I've turned out the way I have. There's more questions than answers. <laughs> I have got a very stable and loving family, and you've uh, created a nice family as well. That's lovely, actually, Mitch. Well yeah, done. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but how how was you know was, Katie, how was that minefield for you? How was that minefield for you to kind of get through that? Because obviously you're 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 pretty honest. What I, well actually what I, you write about your stepfather quite a lot, and what yeah. I like about it is you didn't you know you had a, a complicated relationship with him, but there are, there are chapters where you acknowledge how great he was. Oh, yeah. I loved him so much by the end. Well, I get sad now because he's dead. <laughs> I'm on my period. <laughs> Cut that bit out, Ben. <laughs> Not the pit, the whole sad thing. Oh, God. Yeah. But um, in the book, it was quite funny because I said, I can't really talk about my family because they don't want me to. Um, but I can talk about my stepdad because he's dead. <laughs> and then I was like, I didn't do it. <laughs> No, we hated each other at first. Though. Yeah, well, you know, but it's but it sounds like it was, you know, I mean, I think you you would have been, a, you know, you I, by your own admission, I think you know you were probably not an easy teenager to deal with and be the stepfather of. Yeah, but I was four when I met him, and I was fucking cute at four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was well cute. Yeah, but he was autistic and had his own. Well, we'd never got him tested, but. Um, you know, he's so rude to everyone. You've got to ask some questions. No, I... Uh, cut that as well. That's not going to come across well. Uh, a lot of my friends are autistic, okay? But, um... Of course they are. I do comedy. But, um... No, but he's... You know, he was a sort of man... He was very sensible. Like, wore a lot of brown. Loved train spotting before he met my mum. You know, would say... But he said... He did say once, and I think I put this in the book, where he said... Because everyone was like, do you think you might have... We called it Asperger's at the time. But I don't think you can say that now. But he was like, I, I, I did an Asperger's test once, and I was very bloody good at it. <laughs> he liked to be a high achiever, but... But no, I mean, it's funny, those relationships, because it's funny how people read different things into it. So his brother, lovely, my uncle, um, really nice man, and he read the book, and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't know any of that. You know, I was in my own world. And um, he took away the sort of negative stuff of it. And I thought it was a beautiful story about sort of redemption and forgiveness and how we sort of came together. And I loved him very much in, you know, in the last last 10, 15 years. But he was like, oh, God, I didn't realise he, you know. And you sort of think, oh, he's he's read a different thing to that. Whereas some people read that and thought that he was the hero of the book and yeah. thought that he was, you know, like Al Green texted me and went, your stepdad's so hilarious because he used to, like, write letters. <clears throat> he was very, like, weirdly, like, very moral about certain stuff. And we've all got blind spots, I suppose. But um, 
he used to write letters to the local paper quite a lot and complain. And then one time he wrote a letter to a brewery to say, you've got loads of crazed memorabilia up. And then he detailed in graphic detail <laughs> their sort of violent crimes on people and like really went to town and then said, do you still want your beer, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> and they took it all down, yeah. which I thought was really nice because why are we like glamorising like absolute like... I don't want to get kneecapped, but scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, think that, I think you're safe from the craze now. I think that, They've hopefully. got friends. <laughs> <laughs> got grandkids, maybe, but yes, no, I think you'll be okay. Um, uh, yeah, only, but, but it's, it, is, it is, for you as well, it's a story of redemption, because, you know, it's, it's you, you, you started drinking, uh, as I did mm-hmm. as a teenager, so you had a kind of taste when you were about 11, and, but started drinking yeah. seriously at 13, which I think is probably, yeah. I think... <laughs> I think I say that much more with my generation. It feels yeah. like later generations, that's a little bit more unusual for, because, hey, it was a bit harder. I would imagine to drink. We, we were just drinking in pubs from 14. Yeah, we were. We got, I got, the first time I got into a club, I was 13. Yeah. It's fucking mad, that is. Yeah. Like, yeah, mad. And then I went more seriously at, like, 15. 13 was a bit of a one-off, but, um, yeah. Mad. Yeah. So, but you obviously, you know, had a had a taste for alcohol, and you've been, been up and down. You've 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 stopped drinking now, right? Yeah. yeah. Ages, seven years or something. Yeah. Don't really miss it. I sort of. Um, yeah, I don't find it that hard to. Obviously, I was a massive pisshead, um, but I find it quite easy because because I was on a definite path of destruction, and now I've got the things I want on this path it's very easy to not like if I had one I'd be like it wouldn't be one and I'd be like oh no it'd lose everything so it's quite easy not to drink yeah I mean I've given up drinking as well but I don't not not I don't bang on about it (laughs) I do bang on about it but it wasn't you know it wasn't for the same reason yeah Uh, but it was just because it was you know I'm old and it started to hurt a bit too much yeah but I'm I'm not I'm not missing it at all it is but it is a weird you know it's a difficult thing it's a difficult thing to negotiate right just because of that is so in, you know embedded in society, especially oh. if you're younger. I think it's so it's so like all of your. Sus- no, lots of young people don't drink yeah, now. They're just like what well, waste yeah. of time and money. But um, like I think, what was I going to say? Okay. Look, <laughs> great, my memory's come back since not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I can't remember. Still doing crack, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Just liquidise all drugs and drink them in yeah. one big cocktail. That's a, that's a good idea. Uh, but yeah, you know, so there's lots of funny stories of you being drunk and uh, inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's some, there's some sad stories about you being drunk and inappropriate. It's, so it's, it, you know... The... the reason I put the sad stories in as well is because a lot of the time men don't believe that... Because I think every woman, every woman has got like at least one story. And even if they don't, they sort of forgotten. Because yeah. um, we were going around in a circle and there's like about 10 sort of women. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we were all going around and then one girl was like, oh, no, I don't have anything bad that's happened to me like with sexual stuff, you know. And then um, I was like, really? My God, that's amazing. And then, and then she was like, no, isn't that weird? And then she thought for about 10 minutes. She said, oh, there was this, there was this, there was this. And I was like, there we go. <laughs> um, I think some people don't want to believe that yeah. that's the world we live in. So then I thought, like, oh, well, I don't know. But I, cut, I really cut back on them, actually. <laughs> yeah. But Katie, because I went for dinner. Sorry to keep bringing up Katie, his wife. But I went for dinner with her. And, and oh, yeah, because you tweeted. You said, oh, I'm about to... Um, 
read Lou Santos's book and getting in the bath with Lou Santos. And then I didn't hear from you for about two weeks. And I was like, oh my God, he hated it. And then I saw Katie and he said, and she said, oh no, it just made him really sad. <laughs> well, it made, me, it made me sad about men. And maybe, you know, I think like I've written here that you're like, uh, you know, because you're, you're a free spirit stomped on by reality but uh, but still but, ma- again. but yeah but you didn't you didn't get you haven't got crushed by it which is kind of the amazing thing that so it is this story that you but it's just it's horrible to it's horrible to think that like I've... men to men took advantage of you in the ways that they did but you know, I, I, a hundred percent, you know, I'm aware that that is so what happens. I think that's so many happens. people's story, and yeah, also that's the negative side. But I think if any life, if you zoom in on, I've had so many good things happen as well. You're not yeah. a sum total of like a couple of bad things. No. Like you, I, I don't like that sort of like this. I've been so lucky. You know, think of a woman in a sort of developing country who doesn't have, you know, three healers on rotation. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, can't get access to loads of crystals. <laughs> like, you know, and like my stepdad was a shit to me when I was younger, but like I had the nice thing to like make up with him and see what a wonderful sort of man he turned into. And, you know, my mum's nice and like there's so many good things. It's like if we wanted to see ourselves as a victim, we could always focus on like, you know, I mean, everyone got bullied at school, everyone had this, everyone had that. So I don't know. I don't think it that makes you who you are unless you like decide it does and then like we're all going to have trauma and we're all going to have like astounding great luck yeah so it's what you like sort of zoom in on i think of course and you know and you definitely don't come across as a victim in the book and you know that, that's it that is the freedom of who you are and like sometimes that's a lot to deal with for, 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 for everyone mean? who knows you, what do you well, mean? because you're doing crazy fucking drunken shit. So oh, you're, then, you're, then. Yeah, but I'm very contained no, now. But now you're fine, and you know. It, but so, but you know, I do because I know you so well. It's it is it's it's upsetting, but it also mm. makes you it makes but you think of the, it makes you think upsetting. of the times that you yourself were were like yeah. were treated badly by people, but also but when you treated other people yeah, yeah, badly. Yeah. And I think it is that sort of realizing that. Well, you sort of talk about realizing that men are people about halfway through the book. Yeah, and I think I think Work that's. In progress. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and I think that takes it does take people a long time to really kind yeah. of have proper empathy with 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 other people. Yeah, yeah, but I think I don't know. I do feel very lucky. I do think. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because you you've you've sort of stayed true to who you are, and even though you've changed a lot within this journey. Yeah. You're still Lou Sanders, and you're still. You I know. did go mainstream to be, make a bit of cash. <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's interesting how you how the the realizations you go through all of this of, as to why as you know a becoming a comedian, which is mm. in some ways the perfect job for you. In other ways, you've walked into the viper's nest of horrible men. But, uh, but oh no, that was but, stuff a lot was I before comedy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but uh, but you know, but the, you took a while to kind of find your place in comedy. But you again, yeah. you realised it was sort of your self-destructive urges or your kind of you know the madder things that you were doing yeah. that were putting people Tell off. Tell you what, people don't want is you putting a vagina on a stick with a top hat, wearing a matching top hat, and singing "I'm a vagina, <laughs> I am from Africa." <laughs> yeah, they probably that don't want that. Didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I used to have this bit though. I used to go. I don't remember that with, particular bit. Dance with a vagina, and he's going, "I'm a vagina. I am from Africa. Aren't we all in a way?" <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, in Milton Keynes, that absolutely bombed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, your stuff was, you know, your stuff was... I've, I've seen you right from the beginning, and, like, right at the beginning, I thought, you know, wow. <laughs> She's not going to get anywhere. Uh, but, but, wow. And here I am. <laughs> but also because you think, well, you know, how's that going to translate? You know, what, yeah. how's that going to become something? I loved it right from the beginning, I have to say, yeah. but you kind of think it's so crazy and it's so out there. And it's so you. But of course, that is the way, that's the best comedians will be. That will be kind well, of no, I, confusing. I, take, I sort of um, stripped it right back to go mainstream to make some cash. Yeah, but yeah, you're still, you know, even, even if you are more, you've got to a point where you've realised, like, okay, well, I won't do the crazy shit and I won't be unnecessarily rude on Jeff Lloyd's show. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you need to bring that up. <laughs> you mentioned it in the book. Um, <laughs> That you know you've you've realised the way to go. So it's, again, it is that redemption, it is that realisation, and yeah. you know, and having got to that, you are now you know in that top, top echelon of successful sort of TV comedians. So oh, it's uh, you're doing dancing on ice, Luke. Yes, tomorrow my training starts. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I don't get any money if I break my arm in the first of month. <laughs> That's a shame. No, but I cannot wait. I'm so excited to do that. Well, it's very in your... Wheel house. Wheel, wheel, wheel uh, no, wheel there's house. no wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a play on words. No, it's blades. Yeah, if it was roller skates, it yeah. would be great. But uh, you do roller skate already. Is that, is, is that a transferable skill? Yeah, it is. It's all like yeah. similar balance and stuff, yeah. yeah I, I think I'll be all right at the actual skating bit initially yeah um but it's the sort of finesse the posture the dancing you know so i'm quite clumsy and stuff but um yeah and the itv audience is a bit scary to me (laughs) they'll like you and uh you know no on instagram because i'm the least known one (laughs) um of like it's all you know they love someone from Corrie, someone from EastEnders. They're like, yeah, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> and then um, they pop my photo up in the mix of people and everyone's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly sort of women just really sort of, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they will, they'll see you and they'll love you and they'll warm to you. And even if they don't, it doesn't matter. Well, I, I did reply to quite a lot of them, so I don't know if they will. <laughs> 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 I had a bit of fun saying uh, I'll pop I'll pop you my CV and stuff like that. <laughs> Who? Sagittarius with a Virgo moon. <laughs> Linda, gimme. <laughs> so, so you know, the, but it, this it is a it's a, it's, a, it's an exam. I mean, you know, Taskmaster as well, and all the other things you've done, oh, yeah. guessable, and all the uh, things you. What's, what's yeah. it called? Is, is it called guessable? No, what's the thing you do? Uh, unforgivable. Unforgivable. Yeah. Um, they, they, uh, you know, it's, it's. You've sort of established yourself on TV, and that's kind of. Well, Linda I, didn't have a fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> but TV, you know, TV now. So like, ITV is a different kettle of fish. But it even is, that, yeah. you know, even I hope, like I Big hope. Brother got two point three million viewers, and they're all excited about it. Two point three million is nothing. That's what I used to get on Fist of Fun. Really? Yeah. yeah no one t- knows t- who t- I am. Everyone's on TikTok now. That's different. It's changed. I know, it's but like... so, but that's what I mean. So like, to being on TV doesn't mean. Yeah. Instant recognition, but I think Dancing on Ice, you know, probably. I mean, I don't watch it, but uh, but you know, I believe but your people vote. Do watch your it. vote. I'll, I'll, you get I'll three vote free it. votes online, Richard. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a lot of hassle <laughs> for for someone who definitely won't win. <laughs> 
wow. Um, no, I'm so excited about... I love, like, learning new things, but I'm not very good at it. But this is something that I think I'll be, I'll be passable at the actual skating, I think. I'm yeah. so excited. Twizzling around, jumping, all this stuff. And your friends were... Is Mel B one of the judges or something? Is oh. Mel, was, were your friends with Mel... Mel B was in your kitchen... I was in Mel B's kitchen. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you made friends with Mel B? Oh, someone a bit jealous? <laughs> yeah. Very um, jealous. She came to see a show that Ka- I was supporting Catherine Ryan at a theatre oh, okay. ages ago. And then she came to see that. And then the next week she came to see my show at Soho Theatre. But um, there weren't any tickets. It was just in the little upstairs room and the tickets were sold out. And then everyone was like, can we get some tickets for Mel B and her entourage? <laughs> and it was a very small room. And I saw my mum and stepdad and they never come to my sh- shows. Well, my stepdad, I can't know because he's dead. <laughs> but, <laughs> did I mention? <laughs> um, that's what I'm going to do on Dancing on Ice. This one's for my stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they will try and make me do that, actually. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, and then so they were sat there like this because they'd never come to my show it's like very uptight and then um, a couple of rows along Melbourne and everyone I thought this is weird but no she's lovely actually I really like her she's like a, got a lovely soul just a normal lovely Leeds woman yeah. um, anyway maybe cut that out um, that's not you could have to cut that out yeah nice. I know but you know it's like, we're all just people aren't we you know yeah. <laughs> we're yes, all just I people um, but what were we talking about? We're talking about, um, I mean, talk about how crazy you are. I think mainly, mainly about that. It's a gendered label, I feel. <laughs> you know? In a wonderful, wonderful way. Look, I um, cut that bit out. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be nothing left. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> um, but this you know, this book is just full of like that's why I mean you know there, there's a lot of honesty in here. I mean uh, you talk about it's very brave. You yeah. talk about uh, your foray into drug dealing. Which <laughs> oh, I was luckily, a drug dealer for a day. <laughs> luckily, luckily didn't really work out for you. So you can probably write about it in the book without that's getting what into I trouble. Mean, I must- 
must be protected by angels because there's so much stuff that could have been a nightmare. Like, I nearly died twice, and, like, that's really lucky that I didn't. So, you know, take the wrath of this move. But, yeah, I was walking down the Holloway Road thinking, drug dealer now. Um, yeah, I was talking about her. <laughs> I don't want to give away any endings. No, she doesn't want to give it away. But she, in the end, you, 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 you the weren't end. a drug dealer. No. Well. Because it wasn't, it wasn't drugs. Um, let's talk about having sex with... <laughs> masseuses or masseurs, masseurs, what do you call people who massage you? Oh, no, you. let's not talk about that. Let's... Well, I want to talk about it because no. it's one of my fantasies and you've... <laughs> it never happens to guys, does it? It, can... it does, it does. <laughs> yeah, well, if, if, they go to certain, if they go to certain ones, maybe it happens. It does happen. Well, if you go to any round here... Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you know, that is actually infidelity. Yes, so. is it? What if they... Is it cheating if you're just having a massage... I mean, there's a great Larry David one about this where he gets sent to one and there's two pumps or something and they have to decide whether that counts before he stops it. Yeah. I mean, I would stop it. Well, how many pumps? How many pumps? Until it was pumped out. And then I'd go, oh, I didn't expect that. But it's, it's you know, again, it's, a, it's, it's a, an example of your kind of wildness and your freedom and, you know... I don't think uh, you feel good after. Do you not? <laughs> no, no, I think you feel like, you know, I, 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 I actually wouldn't recommend it. OK. Because there's all sorts of m- m- moral sort of questions coming are, up. Yeah. And it's this, like... Well, this book is just one massive moral question, <laughs> like, to You'll be fair. You'll have to read the book if you want to talk about that sort of smutty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we'll wait till everyone's read the book, then we'll no, talk. but I think there's a lot of... Um, well, it's interesting to discuss morality and then where you stand on it. I think, actually... Hmm, well, I'll tell you something. The book was a lot more resentful um, at the start, and then I sort of put myself in everyone else's place and yeah. I was like oh god everyone is just doing their best usually yeah well that's an interesting thing so you wrote you wrote a draft of it and you showed it to some people and they sort of said I didn't show it you to showed everyone it to your, I thought, did I thought, you show it to your healer I didn't show it to my healer I just I reread it and thought what bloody bitch <laughs> <laughs> then I spoke to one of my healers and she said um, she said the thing is you know parents mostly want to do the best for their kids or they're just blindsided by whatever shit they're going through and so you have to sort of and I thought oh yeah that's that's true actually and also we all look back and being a parent must be so hard I see it my really friend is. yeah for Katie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see my friend doing it now like and I think it's so much like she, my god she comes around with my goddaughter and I love my goddaughter so much we went to go and see Frozen it's so cute mm-hmm. and um she's so cute but they just want you to watch them do everything and you're like <laughs> where's my attention <laughs> I'm actually a professional performer so this what you're doing is amateur and it's embarrassing <laughs> energy it takes is like insane and also now we've got loads of stuff on instagram i actually sent her stuff on instagram about like which she doesn't mind so i did check with her like from psychologists going this is what you do if your kid's having a meltdown or whatever because it's impossible age like three and a half or whatever and um so i sent her all this stuff and i've read some of it as well because i love psychology even though i haven't got kids so i'm reading it going okay okay that's what we'll do and then when kitty was at our house we were all stressed so she did have a tiny meltdown just the one actually and um when she's in this meltdown, I was like, okay, get down to eye level. I say, like, okay, talk me through your feelings. <laughs> you're doing all this stuff that you've learned. And she's going, <laughs> in your face. And you're like, this doesn't work. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, so I think it is really hard to, you know, and no one wants to, like, you know, sort of temporarily fuck their kids up, do they? So, and my mum is lovely, and I think people But again, get I think your mum comes across great, and the thing where, where you protested against the... I mean, there's a weird thing in the school story where... They, they wanted to have a pig's head at the... Yeah, they sort of... wanted to have a pig's head at this, like, banquet. And my mum... My mum was kind of, like, quite arty and, like, used to have a motorbike and smoke doobies when she was younger and stuff. And, uh, cool. And um, so she was like, yeah, it's an autocracy and all this. And she would, like, get us, like, pumped up against authority and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But so... she, she possibly kind of leaked the story to the press as well, so that, you know... So uh, it, I it think so, cool. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, so your mum comes across as being cool. I think you're very nice. And what I, uh, to, to your family, I think you're very, you know, it's very balanced. And as you say, it is... There's, she didn't To have it. the empathy. Other, other comedians' autobiographies, which I read quite a lot of them. Yeah. And I wouldn't have all of them on to talk about them because <laughs> most of them are dickheads. <laughs> uh, but most of them are like, oh, I was so brilliant when I did this or, you know, this was... Or this person treated me badly. So it's all like I'm the, you know, I'm the main character in this yeah. and that's, uh, how, how dare someone criticise me. Yeah. I think you're very, A, you're very open to admitting your, your foibles and your mistakes. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, I'd say if you read Pete, I haven't read Peter Kay's re- recent book, but his first book, he never makes one mistake. No, they right? were. So, so maybe he didn't yeah. make any mistakes. But, but equally, you know, you're very, you are very fair to... Um, do you want some more Oh, water? thank you, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, you'd be living in madness if you think that, you know, you're in a vacuum of, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it is a really funny and it's a really lovely book, but it's also, it, it's a book about being young and it's a book which I think will resonate with people and I think exactly that, I mean, I think you're right. And obviously, if people are saying this to you, you're right, but that people will go, oh, great, you know, this is... This makes me feel better about my own mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because you know, we all make mistakes, and we sort of do live in a we do live in a society now where everything's jumped on. Yeah, it's so bad. And also, the the thing of like the shame is where you're living in this thing of like, oh, no one, like I feel bad about this thing, and you don't talk about it, and then it sort of breeds sort of bacteria because you're sort of like the secrecy around it and then if someone's like spreading it out on the page that's a horrible phrase um then they're like oh yeah yeah so yeah i don't know good and i'm glad you know i don't i think all the new age stuff that you believe in is absolute nonsense but i am um, i'm glad but you know but i also think what about my experience where i met the archangel michael and he came into my body not in a yeah, rude way that's, that's you know phenomenal. that is that is compelling it's compelling evidence. Science and spirituality actually meet in the middle. Yeah. If you if you know some of the cases, it's, it's the middle bit where is true stuff and not true stuff. It meets right, right, it's right in the middle there. Well, you're you're so stupid to think that we know it all. I mean, I you, don't think you we know sit it. there in your little suit, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that we know aliens exist and we're not talking about it. Come yeah. on. Look, I think you know it doesn't matter. We all believe we all believe in crazy stuff. You're absolutely right, and yeah. so and you know everyone has a belief system, and they make everything every belief system is uh, an invention of some kind yeah. so uh and you people will die for causes that aren't actual you know people die for democracy which it doesn't really mean anything yeah uh and so you know i think if if, if something's helpful to you so obviously you've found these things that have helped you i've had through. so many experiences that it's not even just like oh believe in this because it feels nice i have had genuine experiences where i'm like i cannot doubt this stuff anymore like it is like 
I mean, dare to dream. It's not just what you can see. But even physics says everything's energy. So Yeah, physics is more fucked up than anything. Yeah, quantum physics is ridiculous. You don't believe in quantum physics? Well, I just think it's ridiculous. It's as crazy as anything. Well, a seahorse is ridiculous, but it exists. <laughs> An octopus. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there are more things on heaven and earth, but it's true. But, uh, and, if we, and if we're there's 15 dimensions and we're dimen- the third fourth yeah. dimension. Love exists and you can't prove it or measure it, but yeah. it's an energy that exists and we feel it in our heart. So, come on. All right, you're right. You talk to me. <laughs> you talk to me around. The Archangel Michael can enter me now. <laughs> I don't think he wants to. <laughs> he's had just... He's had your negative <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Um, and the, well, then look. There's lots of there. You know, the, it, the, it is, as I say, very honest. And there's uh, there's stuff that it, it will make you feel sad, but there are things that will make you feel very happy and very funny. I it's like dealt the re- with with a lightness of touch. The re- it like... is the revenge of um, you take on Andy Peters is particularly enjoyable. <laughs> and you know, I'm not really not really equal to this crime, which is nothing. No, no I feel bad about that. Yeah, well, but it's nice. Is, is, any, any comment from Andy Peters? No, weirdly, I might chase that up. Yeah. yeah. Seems like a nice guy. He seems lovely, yeah. I mean, yeah. I do put that in the book. He does yeah. seem lovely. You know, it's impo- there's an apology to Andy Peters. Well, the problem was that he, wanted, he expected you to bring him a cup of tea and you yeah, didn't. Yeah, it was in my contract. Expected yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you to do your job. I was a runner, but I was very shy. Like, I don't understand the kids that come through nowadays. They've got so much confidence. I just sort of stood there thinking, oh, dear. And I sort of didn't know what, like, I always said sorry if, 6,000 times and was just sort of running around just feeling embarrassed about myself and then I sort of made him a cup of tea but I didn't make him an, you know and then I just saw him say like to one of the other people there like I saw him go uh can I have a cup of tea please and then look at someone else and like roll his eyes and I was like oh <laughs> embarrassing I didn't know when he wanted a cup of tea but yeah but you know it's sort of crazy to me that you think you're, you know that you that it, that you don't think you're confident, right? Because you seem like ever since I've known you, you seem one of the most confident and assured people. Obviously, we don't, you know, we we judge other people by what we see. Yeah, so I'm to me, you would now. seem. I know, but even like 15 years ago, you seemed like incredibly confident about who you were. Well, I was drunk and so, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, but so, but we, you know, we don't know what's going on inside other people, the and that's what first, that's what I love about this book is that, yeah, it, that it sort the of reveals first time that. I did this podcast, I was shitting myself. Like the, this was years ago, wasn't it? The yeah. first time, and I had to have a big wine to actually like. Um, you know, knock back a wine for my confidence. But I remember standing out there going, God, I feel sick with nerves. Right. Now, obviously, I can give a shit. Yeah, well, that's the, nor me. And that's, uh, that's, that's why it's such a success. And it does, and it does show. Uh, oh, yeah. sassy! <laughs> and there isn't very much, if anything, about uh, the three months we worked together on FUBAR in the book. I'm disappointed... Disappointed there isn't a, a, is that you're waiting for another whole book about that or is there is there not even a mention of that? I don't think there's even someone said that you'd say that when you got into trouble on the Jeff Lloyd show, you d- you did that because you were used to working on my show on an internet show where yeah. you could say what you wanted and yeah, he thinks yeah, that yeah. Means, means our show. Yeah. I mean we couldn't get into trouble on our show because you were allowed to say anything you wanted and no one was listening. <laughs> So it was absolutely impossible to get into trouble. <laughs> and it was the same producer, though, that for oh, that it? show that, that was on Jeff Lloyd's show. Right. So she... So I saw her and I just thought, well, it's carte blanche to say what we want. And then uh turns out there are off regulations. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's sort of incredible that you, you know, that you still, you, you got through all this time and still got other jobs than you. When, what? Hang on. Well, look, what? Let's just rewind because, that. It's because, incredible that because, I've got work. Well, because if, you go, if you're breaking off come regulations, you think... One time. Well, yeah, but you'd think one we were going, all right, let's not put that girl again. Well, Russell Brand did that and raped loads of people and he's still got work. <laughs> <laughs> up until now, and I think it will dry up a bit now. <laughs> One time. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean? It, it was, you were, like, even when you were working... I felt working... so bad about that. I love Jeff Lloyd. I felt, yeah. You know, he's such a good broadcaster as well. I felt so bad about that. Sent them all um, sort of pastries, but you sort of think that's not really going to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> but people, I think there's something about that people do kind of give you another chance and forgive you and but love you. Because I, I don't, there's, you know, no one thinks anything you would do is... Yeah. comes from a mean place. I've only made one mistake, come on. And all, I've made loads, but I mean, in that, in that context... <laughs> I've, got, I've read the book. I no, have you can't just say there's one mistake. But, like, I've done loads of live stuff that, and I've never sworn since, or yeah. no, never said anything rude. In, in fairness, actually, I didn't swear. No, that's true. Uh, you know, I said, have you got time to suck me off? Which, <laughs> you know, which actually isn't swearing. Um, but since then, I've done loads of life stuff and never yeah. got in touch. You've got to learn. Sometimes you've got to learn you the hard way. You've got to learn. Yeah, people make mistakes and people... But so many people have done that. Like on um, uh, Ed and... Um, Ed, Ed and Matt's radio, yeah. Matthew's radio show, they were saying that a couple of people were sworn and stuff. And yeah. they didn't get any trouble. I got in trouble on six music when I did the show with Andrew Collins. I spilt coffee on myself. Yeah. Um, and I said, oh, it looks like I pissed myself. You don't get in trouble for I that. I got in trouble for that. I had to apologise at the next break. <sighs> it was like Saturday morning, but even so, I mean, that's... I don't understand what the boundaries are because I do, uh, in life, but I do... Um, <laughs> I often step in for Ellis or John on that radio show. Yeah. And obviously that's live and there's no, like, dump button to delay it. And uh, never got in trouble. That's but good. I don't... Because sometimes I'll say to the producer, like, well, can I say that? Like, you can say weird like body parts like I think you can you can say labia I checked yeah did I check that's the first thing I did walked in can I say labia <laughs> of course you can <laughs> knock yourself out we get three per show but you can say certain things but not others and it blows my mind because John said like making lo- the phrase making love on one of them and I was like I was aghast <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about what he'd been up to that weekend you know <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, well, you know, it is. It, I think if you use the correct anatomical yeah. terms, you're okay. Yeah. But I think, you know, I go on lots of radio stations. Oh, at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I go on lots of radio stations to talk about testicular cancer, and I'm, yeah. I'm a, you know, I never know quite what I'm allowed to say, and sometimes yeah. I say you can't, you know, so you, you should be allowed to say testicular cancer, right? So that's Ooh, fine. You, you should be able to say awareness. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's, it, is, it is a minefield. Well, look. Uh, I, I usually ask my book club guests if they're reading anything by anyone else at the moment that they'd like to recommend. Ooh. Are you a big reader? Yeah, I am actually, but go through phases. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. I'm going to meet Deborah Levy. Well, I'm not going to meet her. I'm going to go to her talk first um, okay. in a couple of weeks. I might meet her. Um, she's one of my faves. Okay. And then I'm reading, I'm halfway through Dolly Alderton's new one, but I don't think that's out yet. But obviously that's very good. She's great. Um what did I read recently? Monica Heisey's, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Really good, actually, I think it's called. Um, yeah. I guess I like women authors. It's <laughs> good. It's good to have more of those. Look, you are, you're an amazing comedian. You're going to be an amazing ice skater. I'm sure you'll be in the Olympics with the ice skating very soon. I watched Itonia. My friend told me to watch Itonia. She said, 
it'll really get you in the mood for dancing <laughs> nice. I watched it with my friend who's just coming out of a really horrible sort of relationship with really dark and um, I was like oh yeah my friend said this will really get me in there it's like, just a light hearted film <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> we couldn't sleep <laughs> yeah don't take it that seriously I'm going to kneecap up Claire Sweeney <laughs> I love Claire Sweeney I'm very excited about meeting Claire Sweeney well look really good luck on the thank dance, you thank with you and now uh, I just pop off do I wait, we're going to go off together in a yeah sec. okay uh, go and buy Lou Sanders. What's that lady doing? False starts and happy endings, and it is there is a happy ending. Uh, there's there's a, really, it takes you up to last year, yeah, where I did get heartbroken, and of course my stepdad died. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, it's about dealing with grief and loss, but in a fun way. Yeah, but yeah, it takes you up to. Well, there. look, nothing you know, nothing lasts. Nothing gets you don't get to a point where things are better, but it no. doesn't stop bad things happening as no, well. No, you got course, one ball. So, but then you can exactly. <laughs> But I'm still here, and that's all. Yeah, just about. <laughs> and so, um, thank you for having me on your. Lovely it is show. my pleasure. Always lovely to see you. Please write a book about after the turbulent three months at Fubar Radio. I write a blog. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't really remember much about it at all. I used to come in with whiskey at two p.m. <laughs> Good times. He was like, "Knock yourself out. You'll be fucked for a year." <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive round of applause to the amazing Lou Sanders. You have been listening to Rahala Stopper with me, Rich Terring, and my guest, Lou Sanders. The music is, of course, by Scant Regard, and I am indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. Thank you to Chris Evans, not that one, and everyone else in the Go Faster Stripe slash Sky Potato team. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. Thank you to Kathleen McKeegan for her brilliant website, Rahala Stopper, rahalastopper.com. Go and check it out if you want to know more stuff than you need to know about this podcast. This is the Sky Potato Fuzz, and GoFasterStripe.com production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash 
fallback slash tour or richardcanning.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.